0: Uh, with the giant infinity pool And the 8 bedroom house uh, In Florida uh, Unfortunately me and Wiley can't get together This week because of that But I wanted to bring to you the reactions Of the, this week and, and Week 4 in the NFL A lot of big things that happened this week uh, I mean You know a ton Now didn't end this well on uh, Tonight on Monday night With uh, the Steelers and the uh, Bengals which we'll get to, boring-ass game, but you knew that if you watched it, so, uh, but anyway, starting off Thursday, Eagles defeated the Packers. I told you to pick the Packers. I was wrong, you know. Uh, Eagles came out the winner, even though Aaron Rodgers was balling out 422 yards and two TDs. He threw a pick and also had a fumble, but, I mean, they only ran for 77 yards, and and, you know, the Eagles, they just – they were able to get it done, you know. Um, even though my boy Carson Wentz only threw for 160 yards, but he threw for three TDs and they ran for 176 yards. So, uh, good for them, I guess. You know, I, th- and they needed to win more than the Packers did, I guess. But I still thought the Packers were going to win that game uh, in Lambeau. So, uh, just just turned out that way. Um and then should I even mention should I even mention the Raiders the Colts I mean that you know the Raiders wind up winning thirty one twenty four it just that was a heartbreaker for me as a Colts fan uh, you know the, their defense the Colts defense played like garbage the first half of that game uh, gave up three quick quick touchdowns to the Raiders uh, you know shout out to my boy Drew he was loving it the whole time but uh, you know Derek Hart played well the first half. Uh, offense, oh man, I, I don't know what to, what to think because Brissett, you know, his stats say 265, three touchdowns, one pick, but the problem was drop passes and penalties. And uh, drop passes was the biggest thing. Eric Ebron, looking at you, bud. Um, too many drop passes. No T.Y. Hilton. Marlon Mack gets knocked out of that game. They just they don't have enough offensive weapons to do a lot of damage. Um, you know, so when, when you when you don't have T.Y. Hilton and Marlon Mack gets knocked out, they were kind of screwed, to be quite honest with you. Uh, they had a chance, and then Jacoby threw that pick six there at the end. They were driving. I thought it could have happened. Um, hats off to the Raiders for one of that game. Derek Carr, he only threw for 189 yards. But he threw for two TDs. Uh, they had 188 yards rushing. Josh Jacobs had 79 himself. And uh, T. Davis, whoever that is, had 74 yards on two carries. But it was a tough loss because that's one of those that if you're a Colts fan, you want to pencil in. Um, They're 2-2 now. They should be 4-0, to be quite honest. They should have beat the Chargers. And they definitely should beat the Raiders because, no offense, Raiders fan, talking to you, Drew, um, they are not that good. And at home, Colts, you got to win that game, man. You know, I mean, that's just the way it is. The next game, I mean, it's pretty much going to make me eat my words. I've been talking crap on Mariota, um, you know, and he's just, I don't, the Mariota and the Titans in general, they're just, they're Jekyll and Hyde. You don't know what you're going to get. Uh, he threw three first half touchdown passes, 227 yards. They basically just told the Falcons, get the hell out of here and one twenty four to 10. In Atlanta, uh, Derrick Henry had 100 yards himself. You know, uh, Matt Ryan another great statistical day, at 397 yards, but no TDs. And you know, Matt Ryan actually has has really had every good statistical day, but they're one and three, and a lot of his stuff is garbage time. They still can't run the ball. They ran the ball 58 yards. Come on, man, you, you cannot win in the NFL running. Uh, 58 yards. Uh, just, just not going to happen for you. Uh, Titans, Jekyll and Hyde. They are two and two. They've played two really good games, two games that they look like garbage. So I don't know what to believe out of the Titans. I do think uh, without you know Keanu Neal, that uh, their Falcons defense is just not going to happen, and uh, their offense is. Kind of a smoke screen. They just, you know, they have some good moments. They put up some good stats if you look at the box score, but it's it's not good enough to win games. And and that's what it's all about, winning games. Uh, which brings you to the next one, which is the Patriots, who while their offense looked like hot garbage, they did win sixteen to ten in Buffalo. Uh, hats off to my man Special Ed. He was pretty excited tonight. Uh, we're down here together in Florida, uh, you know, just being in it against the Patriots, only losing by six. Their defense really showed out. I mean, they held Brady to 150 yards passing, no touchdowns one pick, uh, 74 yards rushing for their uh, offense. So, I mean, Bill's defense, I got to say, I'm impressed. You guys are for real. Unfortunately, your offense is not. um, Now Josh Allen gets knocked out of that game, head head injury. Uh, he was 13 for 28 for 153, had three picks, three picks uh, when he got knocked out. Uh, Matt Barkley comes in, uh, doesn't do much better, 9 for 16, 127, no touchdowns in an in interception. Uh, Frank Gore did go for 17 for 109, so I don't know what, you know, He's he must be on TB12 at this point. But uh, at the end of the day, Patriots won, so they're 4-0. Uh, the Bills suffer their first loss at three and one, and I mean, there's no shame in losing to New England. And I'd say it was a good showing for your defense, your offense. Eesh. I don't know, man. Better, better find it somewhere. And now, granted, I will say this: Patriots defense, pretty badass. I don't think anyone would argue that. I have them in fantasy football. They are ripping it up, tearing it up. Getting it going on. So uh, next game up was, hey, how about them Lions? They lost at home to Kansas City, thirty-four to thirty. Now I, you know, the spread was seven, I believe, most of the time. You probably could have got six and a half uh, at some point, but I know it went to seven when I got it because, well, I just assumed Kansas City would win, uh, and they did, thirty-four to thirty, and Patrick Mahomes was. 24-42 for 315, but no touchdowns, and 24-32 is not uh, Patrick Mahomes type numbers. So uh, hats off to Kansas City for winning and ugly. Um, Detroit falls to 2-1 one, and one. Kansas City stays at 4-0, and, uh, and you know they ran Patrick Mahomes ran for 54 yards, so that's something uh, for him. He doesn't run a lot, you know, right now. Uh, McCoy ran for 11-56. Uh, but they, you know, they, they won that. It, the name of the game, folks, is to win. Can you win? You know, and that's what they did. Uh, Matt Stafford, who's actually been very impressive, in my opinion, in these first four games of the year. He was 21 to 34 for 291 and three TDs. Carry on Johnson ran for 125 yards. Um, you know, through to, I can't even count that many receivers, two, four, six, eight, nine, nine different receivers. Uh, so, you know, I was telling a friend tonight, I said, well, you know, when this year started, the NFC North, I said, man, I don't know who's going to win between – a friend of mine was a Packers fan, and I said I didn't know who was going to win between Green Bay, Chicago, and Minnesota, Counted Detroit out. But now, man, I look at it and I go, huh. Detroit might actually have a chance at this thing. Uh, Matt Patricia, pencil behind the ears, hey, who knows, man. He, he might have them working, you know. They, they, they've got a chance. They've played well in every game they've played this year. Should have beat Arizona in that first game. Should be three and one. So uh, who knows? It could, it could happen for you, Detroit fans. I go to Detroit a lot. know a lot of people in that area. So good for you, man. You, you have hope. You have hope, which is something you don't have a lot of years. So, Next up was the Chargers going to Miami. Uh, they won 30-10. The spread was like 17, so they did cover. But they didn't. They weren't covering the whole game. Uh, Phillip Rivers had a great game, 24-30, 310 yards, two touchdowns. Austin Eckler had 18 carries for 60 yards. Um, you know, The word on the street, Melvin Gordon was going to play, but he really didn't. So uh, they just took care of business. I wouldn't have played Melvin Gordon either because they didn't need to in this game. Uh, Josh Rosen, 1724, 180 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Uh, Couldn't get a running game going 72 yards. You know, I just – I got to say, I feel sorry for Josh Rosen because I know he's got NFL talent. He just hadn't had a chance. He didn't have a chance last year in Arizona. Doesn't have a chance right now in Miami because Miami's pretty much cashed it in. So I don't. I don't know what's that. Uh, I would love to see the kid get a chance. I know he was injury prone in college, but he's also very talented. So um, next game up was the Redskins went to the New York Giants, and eh, it was kind of a shit show, as you might imagine. Redskins lost twenty four to three. Um, you know, the story of this game was Case Keenum started the game, went 6 11, 37 yards, didn't throw any touchdowns, did throw a pick. Uh, so, Jay Gruden decides, Hey, we're going with Dwayne Haskins. Dwayne Haskins proceeds to go 9 17 for three picks. Now, I don't think he wants to go to Dwayne Haskins. Even Irvin Meyer was saying last year that he didn't think Dwayne Haskins was ready. I don't think Dwayne Haskins is ready. Um, I actually think. Case Keenum's okay. Uh, and Gruden was quoted saying that he thought that Keenum gave him the best chance to win. But, you know, when you only run for 55 yards, you know, you're not taking any pressure off your quarterback. Uh, of course, everybody wants to know, how did Daniel Jones do? Daniel Wiley Jones. He was 23-31, of 31, which is good, uh, 225 yards, one TD, two picks, um you know, average 7.3 yards per throw. Not great. Um, if you read any of my tweets or heard me in the last, you know, uh, recording, I would have said that. Uh, you know, Daniel Jones is probably gonna have a great game against Redskins because they suck defensively. Uh, but I said, you know, the hype train's probably gonna take off on this dude. And then he's got to play the Vikings and the Patriots, so he's going to come back to reality. Well, I was kind of wrong here because, you know, he played okay. His efficiency was fine, but nothing to blow you away at 225 and one TD and two picks and not really throwing the ball downfield. Um, Now, Willie Gallman did have a couple touchdowns filling in for Saquon Barkley, who was out. Daniel Jones did run for 33 yards, but uh, it was nice to see Stroll and Shepard get seven catches for 76 yards. Uh, you know, good one for the Giants. You know, they they go to 2-2. Two and two. Uh, You know, are they a real 2-2 two and two team? I don't know. Are the Redskins on four? Yes, they are. That's, that's, that's how it goes, my friend. The next game was a shocker to your boy here. Because your boy bet the Ravens to beat the Browns by at least seven at home, and instead they got the doors blown off, 40 to 25. I mean, come on now, you're at home and you give up 40 points to the Browns, who haven't been able to score on anybody, and you're you're supposed to be a defensive-minded team. I, I'm not I'm not saying there's a shame in losing to them, but you were trying to show them that you own you own the AFC North, and you don't. I mean, the Browns said, "Nah, nah." So they're both two and two at this point, but they got the tiebreaker on. You beats you 40-25. Baker comes out, goes 20-30, 3-42, one touchdown, one pick. Um, Nick Chubb runs for 165 and three touchdowns. Jarvis Landry is balling. This dude was invisible for the first three games of the year. Like I was like, is he on the team? And he catches eight balls for 167 yards, and that was in like three quarters. He got hurt and went out, so uh, good for him. Odell Beckham was invisible in this game, two for 20, and yet they still won by 15. So uh, that was a shocker to me. I I really thought the Ravens would at least win if they did not cover, and they, they did not uh, Lamar was 24, 34, 247, three touchdowns, but two picks, man. And he, he did run for 66 yards. Ingram ran for 71, but I'm telling you, I mean, you know, uh, Ingram lost a fumble. Lamar threw for two picks, so that's three turnovers. Turnovers will kill you, but I thought this would be a game where uh, Baltimore would say, this is our division, and you guys, no. Take a, take a seat, boys. Take a seat. Instead, the Browns said, nope, we're still alive. We here. And, uh, you know, don't care if you like it or not. But anyway, next game was Carolina Panthers going to Houston. Another game I lost. I thought Houston would win this game. I believe the spread was four, if I'm not mistaken. Kyle Allen filling in for uh, Cam Newton. It was 24-34, 232. No touchdowns, but no picks. McCaffrey had 93 yards rushing in with T D. He also had ten receptions for eighty-six yards. I mean, this dude is a fantasy dream. I mean, that's he had eighteen point six points just in the receiving side. Then, you know, nine point three to touchdown. Come on now. But uh sixteen ten, not a not a fun game to watch, but it was what it was. But I mean, you know, Houston, you're at home. You're supposed to be good. You're both two and two at this point, but You know, Deshaun Watson was 21 to 33, no TDs, no picks, 160 160 yards. You know, Um, they ran the ball for 136 yards. You know, Uh, I don't know what to say. I I would have thought that uh, Houston would won this game. I know Carolina fans talked to a couple tonight. They're pretty damn happy with Kyle Allen. And I still couldn't tell you where he went to school. I don't remember him going to college. You know, most most quarterbacks you think, oh, I remember that guy from college. He was pretty good. Or I remember that guy from college. Eh, wasn't that good. I don't even know where he went. I could Google it, and I'm sure you're sitting here thinking, Mac, you got a podcast. Look it up. I don't want to, but <laughs> I will eventually. But that, that's just the way it went. Good for Carolina. Uh, still alive and still kicking. And the Texans, man, you're just helping the Colts out, I guess. The next game was one of the more entertaining games that uh, that I saw yesterday. Tampa Bay Buccaneers beat the Rams fifty-five to 40, 95 total points in L.A. I, you know, I drafted Jameis in both my leagues as a backup quarterback, and I did it because I thought under the tutelage of Bruce Arians. Jameis, with his talent, because he is talented, for all his faults, he is talented, could be pretty good. Well, after week one, he threw like three picks. It should have been five picks. I was like, nope, not doing this this year. Well, he has proceeded to just prove me wrong the last couple weeks. Now, I still say you're on a roller coaster if you got him, but uh, he was 28 for 41 for 385, four touchdowns, one interception. Chris Godwin was just a man. He was a man. He had 12 receptions for 172 yards and two TDs. I mean, Mike Evans had four for 89 at a TD, but Cameron Brake had uh, uh, three, 36 and TD. But Chris God, I mean, especially in that first half. Dude, he – even when he wasn't open, Jameis was just throwing it to that back shoulder throwing it where it needed to be, and Godwin was coming up with it. Uh, they, they didn't really run the ball that efficiently. They only ran for 88 yards, but damn, dude. Here's the thing. I thought the Rams, you know, Super Bowl team, they'd won. I know they hadn't won convincingly the first three games, but they won. And so I thought, no way would I think they'd give up 55 points at home. Uh, they're now 3-1. and one. Tampa Bay is 2-2. Two two. You know, I'm not going to give up on the Rams, but I don't know what to think about Tampa Bay. I really don't. Goff threw the ball 68 times for 517 yards. That is nuts when you have Todd Gurley on your team, who only ran the ball five times. They only ran the ball 28 times, but that shows you that they were behind the whole game, throwing, 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 throwing. throwing. Um, you know, Goff threw for two TDs, two but he had three picks and he had one lost fumble, and there was another, another fumble that he did not lose, but. I mean, four turnovers for golf, 68 times. You you just don't see a quarterback throw the ball 68 times. That's nuts. And for a team that should be able to run, especially when you got Todd Gurley, I know you don't want to give him the ball 40 times a game, but, you know, but that just shows you falling behind, really messes with your game plan. Uh, Now, to their credit, Robert Woods had 13 for 164. Cooper Cup had nine for 121. Brandon Cook had six for 71, and Gurley did catch seven passes for 54 balls. But, dude, I mean, you can't give up 55 points at home. You just can't debt. you know. Um, next game up was Seattle went into Phoenix. They won 27-10. Uh, spread was five and a half. I thought Phoenix might cover, or Phoenix-Arizona might cover. And the reason I thought that was because they really played pretty chippy. They kept things close. But also because, you know, Seattle's not blowing anybody out. And this they've not played with a lot of good teams. You know, Wilson was 22-28 for 240 yards and a touchdown. Um, Chris Carson ran for 104 yards. So they were efficient. The Seahawks were. The Cardinals just couldn't get it going. They were 22-32. Kyler Murray was for 241 yards, no touchdowns, one pick. Only ran for 115, I say only, but, you know, 40 for David Johnson, 37 for Chris Edmonds, uh, 27 for Kyler Murray. Your leading receiver was David Johnson. Your running back at 99 yards. The lair, the Fitzy, was 5 for 47. Um, so they just never really could get it going against Seattle. So um, is what it is. Seattle just... Kind of keeps winning And I don't know how They're 3-1 Because quite honestly They don't look that good Uh, Arizona's 0-3-1 And they honestly Don't look that bad So um, But it is what it is Um, Next up Watch this one Vikings went into Chicago And um, It was Boy I don't even know what to say It was a pretty ugly Boring game Um, First off I turned it on late and when I turned it on, Chicago was up 7-0. I said, oh, shit. Mitchell Trubisky has led them to an early touchdown against a great Vikings defense. Good for him. And then I realized he got hurt right from the get-go. Uh, out for, if not the season, pretty good long time. Uh, looks like a uh, shoulder injury. Uh, it was actually Chase Daniel who led him to a touchdown. Chase played it. Pretty efficient game. Not a great game, but a pretty efficient game. 22-30, 195 with a TD and no picks. Uh, They only ran for 72 yards. Their defense is sick, folks. Sick. I mean, they only gave up six to a Vikings team that, you know, I I don't know what to think about this Vikings team. But let me me just say this. They gave up six, and they're missing the Keem Hicks and Roquan Smith. And I believe there was another starter missing off their defense. And they give up six points to a team that has Dalvin Cook, Stephon Diggs, and Adam Thielen. Now I say that, but I also should mention that, you know, Kirk Cousins is also on their team. And for once they actually did throw a lot. Kirk Cousins was twenty seven for thirty six for two hundred and thirty three yards. But he had no TDs. No picks, but no TDs. Only averaged six and a half yards. He's dinking and dunking. I mean, I, you know, Dalvin Cook. They couldn't get the running game going. Chicago was shutting it down. They basically said, "No, nah, you can you can throw. You're not you're not running on us." So Dalvin Cook only had 14 for 35 yards, of TD. But that's after averaging like 110 yards in the first ten games or first four games. Um, you know, Diggs had a nice day for seven for 108, which you know. Sticks me in the rear end for sitting them on the bench, but they had not been thrown. They had not even been thrown enough for the guys to get anything. Adam Thielen, I mean, he was had two catches for six yards. I mean, so I, which I did leave him in. They just Kirk Cousins just can't get it done. And you could say, well, it's on the road, Chicago Soldier Field. You know, I mean, that's a tough place to play. They got a great defense. Yeah, they do. But they had three starters out. And you suck, Kirk Cousins. You really do. I mean, you are killing this team. This team has weapons all over the place, and they shouldn't be 2-2, two and two, and yet they are. So I don't know what to say. It's just you're killing that. You're killing the fantasy value of those guys, and I don't know what to tell you. But uh, I, I don't know. Next game up, Jacksonville went to Denver. Denver is now on four because Jacksonville beat them 26 to 24. Jacksonville is two and two. All you folks, including myself, that said when Nick Foles went out, they were done. Gardener Minshew, you. The Gardener. The Gardener. Hey, I got some tomatoes. Hey, got some cucumbers for you. The Gardener. Listen, it's not like he's putting up crazy stats. Nobody's running to pick him up on their fantasy teams. 19 of 33, 213, two touchdowns. Kind of a typical guy stack. but uh, the Mississippi mustache. He's uh, he's getting it done. He's winning ball games, and that's all you can ask out of a guy. Now Fournette finally had a, a great game, which you know, first time he's had it this year, at 225 yards on 29 carries. At you know, at one point he was like you know, ten yards carry basically. Um, but they just they just keep winning. And actually, you know, having watched this game, Joe Flacco, who, if you listen to this, you know I do not suffer Joe Flacco very kindly. I you know don't think highly of him. He did lead them down to 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 lead the game. He was 22-38 for 303 yards, three touchdowns, one interception. Uh, they only ran the ball for 68 yards. Emmanuel Sanders had 104 yards and five catches. Now, Flacco let him down to, lead, you know, game-winning score. But the guy said, nah, nah, nah. Leads him down, gets him within field goal range, game over. Game over. Lambeau kicks a field goal for the win in Mile High. Sorry about your luck, Joe Flacco. I, you are actually playing a little bit better than I should give you, than I have given you credit for. But uh, you're losing. You're going for. So the night game was very boring. Uh, Cowboys went into New Orleans. I was hoping for a great game. Now it was a two point game. So one would say, well, that's a pretty good game. So for it was 10 to 12, I have seen, uh, you know, 8U softball girls games that are more higher scoring than that. Uh, Teddy went against Dak. And, I mean, uh, the Cowboys just kept shooting themselves in the foot. Now, part of that was penalties, and which, by the way, these new offensive interference penalties, too, got called on uh, Mark Cooper. Uh, uh, you know, I, I get it. If it's a real shove off to get, uh, but the slow motion thing makes everything look like a penalty. I, I'm kind of over this whole penalty thing. We, we need to kind of do something about this. But, you know, the curious thing about the Cowboys is, you know, uh, the Saints obviously said, we're not going to let Ezekiel Elliott run it. He had 18 carries, 35 yards um, for a 1.9 average and one 2D. A little surprised that. The Cowboys didn't try to shove down their throat a little bit more. The, their leading receiver was Jason Witten at 450 and even dropped a couple, um, which, uh, you know, he, he had one fumble, and um, Elliott had one fumble. And the fumble that was called on Elliott, I believe he was down, but I digress. It, this was a... Defensive type effort. You know, if you're the Cowboys' defense, you got to be happy you held New Orleans at 12 in New Orleans. But you, you know, for all the praise that Dak and 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 Kellen Moore, the offense coordinator, and Ezekiel Elliott been getting, I mean, you got to do more than 10 friggin' points. I mean, the Saints have a good defense, but they're not all world. You know, uh, so that you know, Dak was 22 of 33, 223 yards, no TDs, one pick. Uh, Teddy was, you know, was an efficient 23 for 30 for 193, no TDs, in one pick. Uh, you know, they did run the ball for 117 yards. The Saints, Michael Thomas does what Michael Thomas does, catches nine balls, uh, on 95 yards, but just not, you know, not a fun game to watch as a football fan. Uh, but you know, the Cowboys slip to three and one. Saints go to three and one, and yeah, there you go. I mean. Couple of NFC teams battling, not not a fun battle, especially for a fella that uh, bet the Cowboys at two and a half in the over. So, but, uh, and tonight's game was just it was ugly. I I don't even want to say it was it was boring to watch. Um, you know, good for Mason Rudolph, good for the Steelers. Finally got the first win. Uh, Bengals 0 4. They lost 27 to 3. Um, yeah, Andy Dalton, ah, I know. you know, I kind of expected because the Bengals usually play the Steelers tough, and they did not tonight. Andy Dalton was 21 for 37, 171 yards, no TDs, one pick. Um, Joe Mixon ran 15 for 62 yards. Um, you know, they they basically ran for 73 yards. This team, you know, Mason Rudolph is 24 28, very efficient. Uh, Ran for, uh, through for 229 yards, two two TDs, no picks. And that's a game he really needed to have, uh, because, you know, he hadn't played well in the first couple games. He came in, you know, when Big Ben got hurt a couple games ago, so can't expect that. But last game, he didn't look that good. Connor kind of got pulled, it looked like. He was 10 for 42, but Samuels is the one that finished out the game. Uh, you know, Connor did have eight for 83 yards. Smith, schuster only three for for 15 yards, but uh, the Steelers get their first win. You know, Mike Tomlin's never had a losing season, but it's it's kind of looking that way. But what a boring game! And usually the Bengals-Steelers uh, are a good games, So um, that's that's the weekend review on week four for the NFL. Um, there, you know, there was some other action going on, which we will talk about in just one second. So, I mean, the big news out of the NFL that wasn't game-related, Vontaze Perfect, uh, Raiders linebacker, ex-Bengals linebacker, gets kicked out of the Colts game. Now he's suspended for the year. I'll be honest with you. I I, I was watching that, and I didn't even think he should have got kicked out of the game, much less, much less kicked out for the year. I guess that's one of those things where you build up a reputation, and, you know, it's just going to happen, but... Uh, so not good if you're a Raiders fan. Uh, Broncos lose uh, Bradley Chubb. He's out with a torn ACL. Uh, that's that's a blow, but you're going force so you're pretty much screwed anyway. Um, so uh, it's it's bad to see you know good young players like that get hurt, but they didn't have much of a chance. Uh, Sam Darnold is cleared for non-contact drills. For you Jets fans out there. Um, could be coming back soon I don't think he'll be back next week But maybe in a couple weeks um, You know unless you're Really enticed with the Luke Volk thing going on there so uh, But uh, Other than that you know Will the Redskins start Dwayne Haskins or Case Keenum Boy that's a toughie right I mean he, Your, your season's pretty much done At this point point. Uh, very low percentage when you're on four that you'll make the playoffs. So I guess, you know, you should see what you've got in Dwayne Haskins. At the same time, I don't even think he's ready. So I these guys, we rush these guys out there. Case Kingdom's a decent quarterback, but we rush these guys out there. And, you know, who knows? Um, then for the Bills, I mean, the Bills are playing well. And then Josh Allen gets hurt. He's in the concussion protocol. Matt Barkley might have to start versus the Titans next week, so uh, who knows? Uh, so it's just uh, just a lot of things going on out there, and uh, you know, the NFL. The great thing about the NFL is there's always some awesome storylines, and and uh, your opinion really changes every week. I like I was very hopeful of the Colts last week, and then we lost the freaking Raiders at home, and now I'm like, mmm. And I thought the Titans sucked last week, and now I'm like, eh. And I thought the Browns were going to get killed by the Ravens, and now I'm like, oh, I don't know. Well, maybe there's some light there. So um, you, you just that's the beauty of the NFL. Week to week, you just never know. Now, there's some teams, sorry, Raiders, just because you beat the Colts, then you're not making playoffs. Um, you know, there's other teams. Tampa, who knows? I don't know. Can, can Jameis string together 10 good games this season out of 16? If he can, who knows? I don't know. You know, because that, that NFC South is up for grabs. So uh, We do not know. I do know the Giants at 2-2, two and two, good for you, but probably not making playoffs. But uh, a, lot, a lot of things up in the air. I will give you a real quick rundown of college football, uh, Penn State. Number 12 beat Maryland 59 nothing on Friday. Arizona State pulls the upset. Cal ranked 15th. It's the highest they've been ranked in a long time. Arizona State goes in there and beats them 24-17. to My Fighting Irish won 35-20, and quite frankly, you know, the spread was 11 last time I looked at it. I, I thought they were going to win, but not by 11, so good for you, Notre Dame. Uh, the Hoosiers blew it at Michigan State. They lost 40-31. They should have won. Uh, Oklahoma killed Texas Tech 55-16. Wisconsin squeaks one out at Northwestern. Squeaks 24-15. It's two scores, so I shouldn't say squeaks. Uh, Michigan rebounds against Rutgers, but who doesn't rebound against Rutgers uh, 52-0. Texas A&M defeats Arkansas 31-27 at Arkansas. Clemson. Clemson. Has to squeak out a 21-20 victory over North Carolina, number one at the time. Uh, Mack Brown decides to go for two, which I do not blame. We're going against the number one team in the country. Uh, didn't convert the two. So Clemson winds up winning, which wound up making Alabama number one when the coaches voted today. Alabama went to Ole Miss, beat them 59 31. Alabama's offense is nuts, folks. Their defense is probably not as good. Well, they aren't as good as, as most Alabama defenses you're used to seeing. Um, you know, give up 31 to Ole Miss, who's not very good. They're starting a lot of, of younger guys, but their offense is sick, man. Um, Washington beat USC 28 14. Washington 17. USC's 21. Uh, Auburn beat Mississippi State 56-23. I think Auburn's for real. I, I didn't believe that for, for a bit, but they they really look like they're humming. I've had my doubts about Gus Malzahn, but that team's humming. Uh, Oklahoma State beat t- number 24 Kansas State 26-13 at home. Ohio State's another team that's humming. They they beat Nebraska, went into the Lincoln, 148-7. Now, I don't think Nebraska's that great, but, I mean – Ohio State just keeps taking care of business, Ryan Day and that crew. So I think we all kind of doubted it when Urban Meyer retired. I thought, well, you know, they'll probably fall off. Uh, and, you know, JT Barrett's gone and all that stuff. But just, they just keep getting it done. So I think you'd probably pencil them in to a uh, to a playoff team. I think you'd probably pencil Oklahoma in because I don't think anybody's going to beat them in the Big 12. So – I think the other two spots probably going to come down to Alabama and Clemson. Clemson's not going to lose, I don't think. Uh, they might you know, have some close calls. not going to lose. So Clemson's probably going to be the other one. And then Alabama, Georgia, and LSU. That's a shame. This is where I wish we had an 18 playoff because I think LSU's worthy. I think Georgia's worthy. I think Clemson's worthy. I think Alabama – Ohio State, and Oklahoma. So there's six teams that I definitely think are worthy of being in the playoff, and only four are going to get in because that's what we got. So, um, you know, that's that's just the way it is. That's the way the system's set up. Anyway, thanks for listening. This has been a Mac React uh, live from Orlando, Florida, and I uh, appreciate y'all listening. Uh, Wiley, big shout-out to you, my man. But uh, hopefully, you know, we'll definitely get together next week. Uh, listen, rate, and subscribe to the Wiley Mac Show we're on uh, iTunes and Google Play and Spotify Um, we're also on Stitcher and please follow us at Wiley Mac Show on Twitter Uh, you can email us at WileyMacShow at gmail.com a lot of ways to get a hold of us but uh, yeah, we we really appreciate everything you guys do for us I appreciate all the listeners. I am sorry we could get wildly on this week. It's just one of those things, man. We got our paycheck, man. You know? So, thanks for listening to you live from Orlando. We'll see you next week, man.